0: In the name of Jesus, amen. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? We all know that these words are true. After all, if God is on your side, well, then who cares who's against you? When you have the Almighty, the all-powerful creator of the universe, you don't need anybody else. Nobody else can harm you. And yet, even knowing that these things are true, we are troubled by so many things in the world and in our lives. We worry and stress and fear. It might be over the threat of war, even of nuclear war. It might be the fear and stress of a bully at school or of a coworker. It might be the fear and stress of trying to put our life in order to keep all of the responsibilities that we're juggling from hitting the ground. We might fear the shaky balance in our bank account or the fading health of a loved one. We fear, and we lose peace, sleep, and joy. But what is it that we are afraid of? If God is for us, who can be against us? Maybe what we fear is what's in ourselves, the darkness in our own hearts, that we try and try again and keep making the same mistakes over and over over again. The good that we want to do, we find ourselves not doing and end up doing the things that we hate. We sin and we hate it and then sin again, all too often in the exact same way. We fear, fear what other people will think of us. We fear ourselves, fear that we'll never be free of our sin, never be free of who we seem to be. But what is it that we're afraid of? If God is for us, who can be against us? What are we afraid of? Most of the time, I suspect it's not really that we're afraid of all of these other things. We're not really afraid that God isn't strong enough. It's not that we're doubting his power. We know that these words are true. If God is for us, who can be against us? What we doubt, what we fear, what drives all of these stresses and fears that afflict us is that we fear that God is not for us. We're afraid that when all is said and done, that God will not be on our side. it will be left alone. And so, St. Paul doesn't follow up these words about if God is for us, who can be against us, with demonstrations of God's power or proofs of Jesus' divinity. No, rather, he follows up these words with encouragement, with assurances that God's love is for you. St. Paul points to the cross. He says, He who did not spare his own Son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Look at the cross, St. Paul says. Look, do you see that? God died for you. In fact, God said, You are so precious to me that I will give my Son for you before I lose you. And if God was willing to give the life of his son for you, there is nothing greater for him to hold back, no cost that will come upon him too high to pay. God sent his only begotten son to die for you, so there is no way, not a chance in the world, that he won't raise you to live with him. If you want to know that God is for you, then look at the cross. And it can be quite literally helpful to do that, Have a cross that you can look at, whether it's on the wall, in your room, or in your office, a cross around your neck, a cross you can pull out of your pocket to look at, or even just to hold, to remember that God is for you. God is for you. And that I can say to you, as St. Paul does, with 100% certainty. There are so many things that we don't know. It's a little bit funny sometimes to look back over the past sermons or newsletter articles that I've written this time of year, especially some of those at the beginning of 2020, and seeing how radically different a year can be than what we expect. There's so much that we don't know. I don't know what will happen in this coming year. I don't know if the war in Ukraine will end or if it will spread. I don't know if nuclear weapons will be used. I don't know what might happen with that bully at school or with that coworker. I don't know what will happen with all of the responsibilities that you're dealing with, with your bank account, or with your loved one's health, or with your health, or mine. I don't know about any of that. But I do know that God is good. And that's not just a platitude. I know that because God is for you, and that is as certain as the nails driven into Christ's hands and feet. It's so certain that Jesus still has those marks of the nails of the Spirit, because they are the pledge and seal that Jesus is for you, and that there is nothing that God would hold back that is needed for your eternal good and salvation. That is why St. Paul says, if God is for us, who can be against us? What is there in this world that can overcome the love of God poured out for you on the cross? And when it comes right down to it, there's nothing that St. Paul can say to force us to trust that God is indeed for us. But what he can say, he does. He doesn't yell at us for our fears and doubts. He doesn't yell at us for stressing, how can you be worried about things when you know that God is for you? No, he simply encourages us with the truth. And keep in mind that St. Paul had a pretty rough life. Lots of horrible things happened to him. And yet, this is what he said.